The Bible is more than the history of God. It's His story. And here to show you how God can contribute to your story is your host, Barbara Culver. Hello again. This is Barbara Culver, and I am so glad that you decided to tune in with us to hear this podcast. It's morning time wherever you are, or it may be at night when you're listening to this. But God has a word for you today. And that word is pray. I started a session last week on prayer. Why do we pray? Because God wants to communicate with us. He wants to talk to us. He wants us to talk to him. And you say, but if God knows everything, why is that important? Yes, he does know all things. He knows it before you even think about saying it. But he wants to hear your voice telling him about life here on earth. He wants to know about your struggles, your pains, your heartaches. And if you never talk to him, you're never going to get to really know him. But you know, sometimes there in prayer, we also have to stop and listen. And that's the hard part. Just sitting there waiting for something to happen. But it does. Suddenly a thought will come into your mind. And you'll know when it's the Spirit. It takes practice, but you can do this thing. Tonight we're going to share with you, when do we pray? If you go to 1 Chronicles 6.11, God says, look to the end, his strength. Seek his face, always. When you pray, you are actually seeking God's face in your life, and you're seeking his will for your life. You're seeking everything about him. You want to know him and who he is about. If you go to the First Thessalonians 5.17, Paul tells us we are to pray without ceasing. You say, well, we can't do that. Well, you can be into the mode of any time prayer needs to be offered. You're Johnny on the spot. And you're right there to do it. You know, I used to tell people when we, I'd meet them out somewhere. They'd be going through something. And I'd often tell them, I remembered you in my prayers. I'll pray for you. And then one day I was out somewhere and something came up and the Spirit said, why are you waiting? Pray. So I stopped right where we were at and I believe we were in Walmart. I'm not certain about that, but I think I was. And whoever the person was, I stopped and we prayed right there. 
So when do you pray? Anytime you want to. Colossians 4.2 tells us, Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful with thanksgiving. Be continuous with it. I used to have a friend of mine when I was leading a prayer ministry at our church that he used to tell me, I would say, are you doing okay in your prayer time that we had designated for him? And he said, Barbara, I pray all day long. And I went, uh, I don't think so. But I come to realize that anytime you're talking to God, you're praying. You know, I walk through my house and things happen and I, I say, oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you for helping me do that. Or if something needs to be done, I say, Lord, I need your help. Can you just help me? I was quilting the other day, and I quilt on my machine now because I can't do hand quilting any longer. But I had to thread my needle because I ran out of bobbin thread, and I had to wind me some bobbin thread. And as most of you know, I've had vision problems, and I haven't been able to do that for a long time without a big magnifying glass. And then it was a struggle. Sometimes I would literally have to take it out of the machine, the needle out of the machine to get it threaded. And then I'd have to put it back in the machine with the thread in it. That was aggravating. But you know, I sit here and I said, Lord, today my eyes are doing good. Let's try to thread this machine. And guess what? He threaded it. And I went, oh, Lord, you're so good to me. When do you pray? Anytime. We pray when life is a struggle. And there are a lot of people today who's struggling with life. We see that by the suicides that are being committed. You know, I have a neighbor whose son committed suicide in the most horrible, horrific way. But he couldn't deal with life. He had never been taught how to deal with life. And so he took his life. Maybe you're struggling out there today. Talk to God about your struggles. You read Psalms and you see that when David had struggles in life, he went to God about it. He prayed. A lot of his Psalms are simply prayers. Help me. I don't know how to do this. And if you're struggling with something and you're a child of God, I promise you, he will be there and he will help you. But are you listening to him? If you're not a child of God, let me encourage you today 
to answer his call. He's calling. He's knocking at the door of your heart. And he's saying, come to me. Just come to me. Just like he did in the book of Matthew. Come to me, all ye who are labor and heavy laden. God wants to take care of you. Give your heart and your life to Christ. Become his child. And Jesus will help you do anything that you need to be have done. And he'll help with that struggle. I promise. I've had it in my own life. We need to pray when we are hurting, whether it be physically, emotionally, or spiritually. Or it could be all three. I was talking to someone this past week, and they're struggling with some surgery that they had. But they have to work. And so they're trying to work through it. And I told him, I said, I know, I understand exactly where you're coming from. Because this person told me they were just tired of hurting. And I understand that. You know, when people have physical disabilities, you just get tired of all this that you have to go through. You know, I get tired of my feet feeling like lead. And when they do, I just take it to the Lord. And I say, Lord, you're going to have to help me. Because today they're not feeling very well. And I just ask for grace to get me through today. If you're hurting emotionally, you know, there's nothing much worse than emotional hurt. Because there comes a time when you think nobody cares. Jesus cares. And he wants to hear that hurt. He wants to help you with that hurt. Pray to him. Ask him. And of course, spiritually. We all need help on the spiritual realm. I often ask him, you're going to have to help me understand this spiritually. What does this look like in the spirit realm? Not in the physical realm, but in the spiritual realm. Help me to understand what you're doing in my life. Sometimes he tells me, you're not ready for it yet. You're going to have to wait a while. Sometimes he gives me an answer right away. But then there are times where he just says, you know, that's not good for you. So you really don't need that in your life. But he's there. He wants to be a part of everything that you're doing. Everything that you are in life. When do we pray? We pray we, when we see others wandering around through life 
without Jesus. That's called interceding for them. Holy Spirit, begin to move in their life. Let them see Christ and experience him in all his fullness so that they can believe and receive the greatest gift that was ever created, salvation, which leads to living forever. Wow, that's a pretty good deal for me. You see, I may die physically, but spiritually, I'm going to never die. I'm going to be in heaven with my heavenly father and with my Jesus and with the Holy Spirit who has given me power to do the things I needed to do. We pray for compassion. Oh, when do I need compassion? Most every day. And with most people that I meet. Do we have compassion? My neighbors just moved out. They're foreclosing on their home, which is sad. It's so very sad. But the young lady that lives there with her dad, I was thinking about them today and praying that God would take them somewhere where they can find contentment and be happy. This young girl hasn't been happy most of her life. Her mother died when she was very young. She was left with her dad and three brothers. She doesn't know what real living is all about. And my prayer for her as I prayed for them today was that God would take her to a place where her life will be changed forever. Not just meeting Christ, that's the most important thing, but where she can find out that the way that she was living over here was not healthy. It was not good. And I'm not talking about in a physical sense, I'm talking about it in an emotional state. I'm talking about, well, physical, because she didn't shower. She didn't wash her hair. She wasn't interested in things that most teenagers are interested in. And I have compassion for her and for her dad. I don't know what his problem was, why he did not want to take care of his property. He did not want to make her life pleasant, but he seemingly made life hard for her. But I want her to know there were neighbors that cared about her. And when do I pray? Every time I think of her and I tell the Lord she needs her help. 
But the one thing we should never get forget to pray about is when life seems good and life is going the way that is good for us in our eyes. We're happy. We're content. We can laugh. We can smile. But don't forget to pray. And don't forget to give thanks. Every night when you go to bed, thank God for at least three things in your day. Don't let them be the same thing every day. Let them be different things. But if you don't pray and you don't find time to talk with God, you need time like Daniel did. Daniel specified three times a day to go pray. Peter and John in the book of Acts were going to the temple in the ninth hour to pray. You see, that's what the Jewish people did. You need to pick a time out for you where you can just be alone with God. No interruptions. Nothing to talk about. Mine used to have to be early in the morning because I worked. And when I come home from work, my girls had something going on that we had to go to or homework we had to tend to, something all the time. So I would actually get up at 4.30 in the morning. Now, I didn't have to be at work till 7. And I would have people at work tell me, why in the world would you do that? And I said, well, you don't understand. From 4.30 to 5.30, it's just me and Jesus. There's no phone. There's no TV. There's no husband. There's no kids. It's just me and him. And we have a great talk together. But you better be praying whenever, for whatever reason ever. Because you see, Satan is lurking around the corner, just waiting for you to put prayer on your side list, not making it a priority. Next week, we're going to talk about what do we pray about? What do we pray for? And some of that we shared tonight, but we'll go in a little more depth of it next week. I hope you're enjoying this. I hope you're learning something from it because that's the goal of this podcast, for you to learn about the Bible that is special and it's valuable. It's the greatest tool you have to live a Christian life. And always remember, God loves you just like you are. And he wants you to come just like you are. And he'll start transforming you. You can't do it on your own. Only he can do it. But prayer is vital in a Christian's life. By the way, I have an email set up. It's called history at gmail.com. If you have questions for me or if you'd like to make a comment, 
be happy to read it and respond. Until the next time, bye for now.